The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and thank you for downloading Session 7 of the Gutter Skypes actual gameplay recorded over Skype. This is the second half of two parts, the current title being Spirit of the Season, game mastered by Blind Geek, and including Stan Rocket, played by Mark Kinney, Reggie Forthright, played by Andros, and Hank Bugle, played by myself, Anim5. If you've missed the groundwork for this story, please download Gutter Skypes number 6 and listen to part 1. In this conclusion, the Century Club members get into even deeper trouble than in part 1. Some mysteries are revealed, and the North Pole becomes a train stop of terror and a battleground for the forces of good and evil. I'll mention here at the start that I'm well aware I've stolen a joke from Glenn Welch, a gentleman known through RPG MP3 recordings. If you can spot it, Please write it in and reveal the joke I stole from him. No, it's not a contest and I have no prize to send you, but everyone will know that you knew and caught me out. But that comes later on. Let's get to the fun and listen in on the conclusion of Spirit of the Season. How are you guys doing tonight? I aim to misbehave. <laughs> Oh my! I have I've had Tootsie Rolls and orange juice. I am not safe. <laughs> I see. And and I, I'm going to throw coffee in the wind and have yeah. Alka Seltzer as well. And I guess Shepherd Book always used to tell me, "If you can't do something smart, do something right." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Or you'll burn in the hell for people that molest children and talk in theaters. <laughs> That's yes. special help. Mm. <laughs> I nearly wet myself the first time I heard that. <laughs> there were there were some like classic lines. There were some classic lines in that one episode. That's probably one of my absolute favorite fireflies. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is my days of taking you. Uh, my days of not taking you seriously are rapidly coming to a middle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that one. That one is that one, and uh, uh, you got her, and all I got was a damn stick that makes it sound like it's raining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And holding my breath for call in progress. Uh-oh. That's so scary. What? <laughs> what happened? It worked three times in a row. <laughs> and the what power worked? the power grandma thing is blinking, meaning I'm recording. I better like quit while I'm ahead here. <laughs> I'm going to have to sacrifice one of my dogs to the Skype gods or something. Oh. I double-checked to make sure my microphone was working ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, it's working out fine. It's working fine. Yeah. Yep. Well, I was, saying, um, I was saying to Andros and Mark that I don't plan to behave tonight, but I'll probably end up uh, not saying anything. <laughs> I don't know. You don't plan... <laughs> 
You don't plan to behave? I was going to be a real hooligan and act up and everything, but um, I don't know. I'm probably going to crash from uh, crash from a sugar rush. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Adam, you don't strike me as the sort who would be able, who would be not not from a incapability standpoint, just from an emotional standpoint, be able to purposefully act up or sabotage what someone was doing. I just, I don't see it. I, oh, I just there'd be no sabotage in it, no. That would just be um, <laughs> um, insensitive misbehavior on my part, that's all. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Well, that I can deal with. Yeah. <laughs> I think the game calls for it in certain aspects, actually, but, you know. Pun intended, of course. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a reaction to the fact that we are probably heading toward the North Pole. <laughs> That's right. You, you you feel some need to compensate. Yeah. For the sweet, for the sweetness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let me get my stuff here. Because I had a couple questions before we started. When I was oh, uh, Adam, you have Adam, you have a an extra skill under fair. I think. I think you and Mark got, got the same uh, oops factor there. I'm sorry. There were, I have too many hey, I'm not, uh, I'm not, under skills? Yeah. Uh, what I have is under fair endurance, guns, pilot, intimidation, and... Drive. Drive. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess it's a good thing I've, I, haven't used, um, I haven't used intimidation or drive ever. <laughs> So I guess uh, I'm not in violation just yet. Well, hell, let's... Oh, uh... <laughs> well, there's no violation. I just figured we might as well get it. <laughs> I, you know what? Mark told me about that. <laughs> and it should have been... I should have taken it off the list here, and it didn't get edited in this thing. What I have on my copy of it is Endurance, Guns, Pilot, and Drive. So, so I dropped oh. Intimidation. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm erasing Intimidation from my copy, too. Let me see if I can erase this without screwing up anything else on the paper. Whoops. That is the beauty of putting braille dots on normal printer paper. It's very easy to smudge things out. Hmm. Which, can, which can work against you if you're in a situation where you uh, have things you don't want to damage, but when it comes to things like this... I was about to say, it could be too easy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it can be, trust me. It's That's why they have special paper, but hmm. they don't... It's expensive, so I just use regular printer paper if I can. Anyway. Oh, so, I would like to real quickly ask uh, for you guys to indulge me in one respect. It may not even come up, but I want to have it out there in case it does. I am determined to finish this adventure this session. Because of the nature of the thing, I can't see us going three weeks and then... <laughs> I mean, we're not exactly going to be in the Christmas mood in the middle of January, so it, I am determined to finish this, and I'm going to try to do it without any kind of, you know, because railroading sucks, huh. and I, and I'm hoping. That I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Railroading I'm, sucks. I'm, First senior <laughs> on a train <laughs> is getting on a train. So if things seem a little forced, I apologize. I'm going to try. I'm just trying to wrap things up and make things good at the same time. So they don't feel. Well, I so promise, anyway, I'm... I promise that 25 minutes into it, I will not say, wait a minute. This clue leads straight to Guam. Let's go, boys. 
Oh, you're in one of those moods. Ah. <laughs> no, actually, no, whichever way it looks like it ought to go. I mean, I, you know, I, uh, there, there's nobody playing here that doesn't have some kind of a sense of uh, right. continuity and drama. So yeah. uh, unless I'm particular, uh, I think we're going to have to count. Usually I'm going to have to count on uh, Reggie's uh, voice of reason to uh, <laughs> keep things relatively on track. And, uh, oh, we got a perverse streak, too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, we, we heard that already. You know, hey, well, uh, you know, if I don't like a guy, I don't bother chatting. I just kill him. <laughs> oh, I listened to those. I listened to those yesterday. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're going to be oh. fun. That second one is uh, that second one's going to come out on Sunday. Excellent. Where, uh, where do you get that music that you use? That's awesome. Well, the uh, the um, orchestral sounding stuff is from Gene Autry and the Evil Empire. Wait a minute. No. Where is it? Gene Autry and the Phantom Empire. I love that title. I, I need to see this. DVD. <laughs> um, and the other one is from the old time radio show, Five Minute Mysteries. Oh, okay. The organ stuff. Very good. All right. Well, let's. We, we can. We can uh, have. We can grant er, Eric's wish here by getting started. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Excellent. I'll try to behave. Okay. When last we left our heroes, after having some serious fisticuffs with rocket pack wielding yeti, they uh, found themselves looking for and obtaining the Eye of St. Nicholas. And they have now gotten aboard the Polar Express and are headed toward the North Pole. Will our heroes be able to stop this horribly dastardly plot before us? Stay tuned and find out. They're this is your <laughs> Super Friends narrator signing off. <laughs> They're Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice... <laughs> They're just thanking their lucky stars that they found the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Never mind stopping it. Oh, there it is. Okay. We nearly ran right past it. <laughs> uh, just as long as it's not a runaway train. <laughs> We're all likely to be derailed. Oh, jeez. No, we're fine. I think, uh, let's... The, it, forgive me, I've forgotten the name of the conductor. Uh, he never actually, I don't think I gave him one. Oh. Uh, he's just the conductor. Okay, um... But, we um, can call him Tom. His, there you go. <laughs> I was going to say Mr. Smith, so we can call him Tom Smith. Or Tom... Oh, yeah. not, to, <laughs> not to be confused with Tom Swift. Or Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's right. Oh, wow, wow! He's... You caught that one before I did, Mark. I didn't even realize until after, <laughs> until he said that. Wow. Okay, that was completely accidental. For once, my cheesiness was not on purpose. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and and um, Stan Rocket and I very quickly before the train left rigged up some kind of a tow mechanism so that the rocket car would actually be uh, right along with the train as we're traveling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And the thing in the box that uh, that Reggie figured out how to get open out of the safe is um, is actually the uh, Eye of St. Nicholas. Well, yes. I'm, I didn't, don't know if that was actually implicitly stated, but it's something which was supposed to have been, and since I already blew it in the announcement, yes. <laughs> oh. 
Hey, no problem. Listen, we got to get done tonight. Let's move. Oh this no, way. you know, I figure. Hey, it, it, it's not like it's a big stretch because, you know, you knew you were looking for it. He said it was in the safe. He basically, you know, you went there to his house and found it, and so I don't think it's too big a stretch to to say yes, it is the. At least as far as you know. <laughs> no, yeah, it was, no, it, was, it was one of the clues the store Santa tried to give us, too, so... Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, so I don't think it's that big of a stretch. Anyway, so you're on the train. Um, what are you doing? Uh, who else is on this train? Nobody. There's the conductor, and there's just you guys. Oh, so we shouldn't have no problem getting a, a good seat. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Is there a refreshment trolley? Um, I, don't know, I don't know why my character... I'm always thinking about snacks. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure there is. Okay. Okay, well, um, I guess since we probably didn't have time for dinner before coming here, we ought to refresh ourselves. And um, uh, if the conductor's not busy, we can quiz him on um, uh, what the game plan is, as far as he's concerned, anyway. Okay, uh, you go to the to the trolley, and there's all kinds of. There's nothing that a nutritionist would would really approve of on the trolley. Oh, oh good. <laughs> it's basically your you know pastries and candies and all kinds of fun stuff. Generally, when I'm on my way to an imaginary place, I like to get all sugared <laughs> up. <laughs> it probably helps. M Mr. Conductor. Yes, sir. Um. I, I don't know. I'm guessing that uh, you don't know who we are, uh, uh, or you do, but um, I'm just wondering, uh, uh, how, sh how should I, what's your name? Uh, just, just call me Mr. Smith. Everybody else does. Mr. Smith. Very good. I wonder if you can fill us in on what's going on here. Well, I was supposed to meet Jack Marley, but you guys were there instead, and uh, God, God love the man. He, he, uh... I, I hope he's okay. The problem we have here is, uh, I'm assuming you guys already, I don't remember from last week, so I guess this is a case where the GM was sleeping behind the wheel. I don't remember whether or not he established, yeah, he must have established that you had the, yeah, because you showed it to him, Stan, I remember yeah, now. Right. Sure, yes. Okay. Okay, so he says, yeah, he was supposed to, he was supposed to keep that eye, uh, for safekeeping during the year. Because if that thing falls into the wrong hands, that's very, very bad. And uh, we've done this year in, year out. It's gone off without a hitch until this year. We come by, we take it back to Santa, and everything works like clockwork. Any idea who would have sent Yeti after him to try to obtain this? I have no idea. I didn't even know that they're uh, that they were they were in these parts. They're not normally. That's the thing. At least as far as I know, have either of you all heard of anything? I've never seen Yeti advertised in any Washington, D.C. travel tourist guide, no. <laughs> uh, the Yeti are indigenous to the Himalayas, correct? Well, so far as I know, uh, yeah. Yeah. So does Santa have any enemies from that region? Well, there are Yetis in the North Pole as well, but uh, I don't know of any enemies that he has in that area. Hmm. I suggest we um, we keep alert just in case uh, whoever attacked us in Washington decides to try to attack us on the train. Well, that's certainly not a bad idea, Reggie. I'd go along with that. Uh, I did have one other question. 
at least. Uh, Mr. Smith, is is this the only Eye of St. Nicholas that uh, that there is, or are there others? As far as we know, this is the only one. Otherwise, it wouldn't really matter. We just we just either you know get another one from somewhere. And uh, what what exactly is the significance of the Eye of St. Nicholas? Yeah, what does this thing do? If I, you know, if I didn't know any better, I would say it was a Christmas tree top. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I kind of wish we had thought of that. It might have been a good cover for it. Yeah. Well, you know how Santa Claus works. Uh, you know, we have the... Every year he makes the list. It, you know, and he has the two categories mm -hmm. that he puts people in. Well, the Eye of St. Nicholas allows him to, well, he can see when people are sleeping, and... And he knows when they're awake. <laughs> That's about the size of it. It's Santa Claus's mystical scrying device. Wow. That's a pretty major. Well, that's what we thought. And that's why it's not kept at the North Pole, because that's the first place anybody had looked to try and find it. Exactly. Well, somebody found out who was actually trying to keep it safe, and they sent flying Yeti after the guy to try and get hold of it. And in fact, the Yeti had... Uh, which of you still has that that uh, paper? I think I gave it back to Reggie. Yeah. Show him the uh, paper. Okay. Oh, wow. That, so we that, have that. Well, there's there's something funny going on here. That that's very strange. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt here, Eric. Have you got a blower or some kind of humming mechanism really near your microphone? No, I don't see. know. How's that? Oh, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I had a fan going. Oh, okay. okay. I only heard it when Eric. Uh, I only heard when I when I saw Eric's. Uh, um, box light up so I thought it was on his end oh that's so much better that's excellent yeah. sorry okay yeah. okay okay so now now that we've closed the the like passenger door, side window on the uh, train we can... <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so much better built-in fireplace on the side of the car is really warming this place up a treat now Stan I'm offering you a fate point okay You've been noticing that that this guy keeps wiping at his collar like it's like he's you know sweating or something, but it's not exactly hot in this train. I mean, you're you're going through into areas that are you know that there's snow. So you're just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. Hmm. <laughs> ah, all right. Which of them is actually talking to Mr. Smith at the the moment? Which of um, yeah, which was, was the like last one talking to him? I'm trying to. I think it was Hank. I could be wrong, but we'll just say it was. Okay. Yeah, I, I, we yeah. I I probably just uh, Reggie produced the snowflake picture and we showed it mm -hmm. to him and he's looking at it. I will take that fade point and 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 while Hank is talking to Mr. Smith, I'm going to pull Reggie back a bit and say. Doesn't it seem funny to you that he's sweating so much when it's when we're heading north? Yeah. It's almost like when we showed him the picture, he already knew what it said. What was written there, hmm? You think? Oh, that's not good. So what do we do? Well, as far as he's concerned, the plan's already been botched. 
if that's the case, if he had anything to do with that. So whoever is on the other side of this may try to improvise, which is why I was suggesting um, trying to guard the train as best we could. And then once we get where he thinks that we're going, then we can cause mayhem and, and all that if, if necessary. Yeah, standard operating procedure. I Let's think I can see. do that. Okay. Uh, I don't think we have to worry about the train not going where it's intended, though. It's hard to... <laughs> once you've got a train on a single track, it's hard to make it go somewhere else, isn't it? Well, technically, yeah, but where were those tracks before? No, I see what you're saying. Well, our guard. Okay, so um, what's happening with the conversation with... Um, the conductor and um, Hank. And so you see, Mr. Smith, that's why we had such a hard time getting it out of that safe, all them screwy switches, half of which didn't work. <laughs> that right. was, take a fate point. That was brilliant. You just chimed right in there. That was cool. <laughs> By the way, you guys are responsible for keeping track of your fate points. I got enough. I'm <laughs> so, yeah. oh, damn. I'm, we're on the honor system. Oh, damn. Where's that? Where's last week's piece of paper? Oh crap! <laughs> oh no no no! You're refreshed. You're you're. It's the beginning of a new oh, session, so okay. as far as I'm Back concerned, you're starting at ten. Oh yeah. okay, okay, good. That good. Makes it a little easier. Yeah. And now and now you and uh, Stan have eleven. Okay, cool. Uh, that's that's quite a story there. So how is it that's... we're going to get this train headed for a new Vertiform City? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Never mind. I'm, I'm right. Forget it. Forget it. Heading where? I, I didn't catch the reference. It's a bad Star Trek reference. It's a Star Trek, yeah. Oh. yeah I, wow, I'm, a, I'm surprised I didn't catch it then. Wow, I'm getting soft in my old age. Rewind. I, I told you I was going to misbehave. <laughs> no, hey, that's fine. It keeps... It's, it's good. Um, he says, well, Miss Bugle, if you'll excuse me, I got to go back and check on uh, on some of... What the hell? He just got kind of a southern thing going on, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> well, excuse me, I have to go back and check on the engine to make sure everything's going properly. Do you mind if one of us comes along with you? I think um, under the circumstances, um, none of us should actually be alone. Um, well, I guess you can. It's, it's not going to be anything really exciting. Not exciting is good at this point. <laughs> uh, can I ask who... Uh... Out, 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 of, out of character, uh, who actually has possession of this Eye of St. Nicholas at this point? Who's physically holding it? Uh, I guess I still am. Okay, good. I just I was wondering we didn't actually we didn't actually yet physically hand it over to this conductor fellow, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, and who's going to follow him over to the? Or uh, did you mean you're all going to follow him over to the? Well, at engine. this point, not having heard their conversation, I'd ha I would I don't have any particular reason to worry about where this guy is going or what he's doing. And maybe if one of the one of the other two goes with him, then uh, the remaining fellow can explain to me what the suspicions are. Yeah, uh, Stan. Well, uh, you know, I have messed with trains in the past. Why don't I go and if there's some problem, maybe I can do something to help. Sounds excellent. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> you got any kind of problems? You can't have better engineer with you than Stan here. Okay, so he, you guys, go into, you know, go th into the car where the, uh, the engine is, and I don't know the right terminology, so I apologize. And he starts messing with 
things in in the. Uh, it, it's not like your typical. I mean, it is your typical train engine, but it's obvious that there's there's stuff there that is not normally present, which shouldn't be any surprise because of the phantom tracks and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Now, is it just? It is just Stan that went with him, right? We didn't all three travel along, did we? I mean, I, uh, I'm not right, particular. That's... I'm not particular either way. I just thought that's where we are at. We're at yes. now, right? Okay. We want to have a, a moment alone with um, Hank to fill him in on what our um, concerns are. I go over to the trolley. I help myself to some more of that marzipan, <laughs> and then listen to what Reggie has to say. Absolutely. Let me make an engineering roll here. Just a moment. Okay, because you uh, know more about how trains work than I do, I'm just going to give you a general thing, and you can embellish on it as you see fit. Uh, Stan, he's not... Something he's doing doesn't look right to you. Like, something he's doing with the... When he's back there, you notice something that makes your engineer gander go up. You know, it's, it's your antennas, so to speak. Okay. Uh, so is the uh, steam feed different because of the phantom track thing and all? I'm 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 asking him as I'm kind of observing what all he's doing there. Uh surprisingly no. It it it's uh the transdimensional thing is all housed in the uh way in the back. I don't actually I don't really mess with it very much. I don't know how that part of things works, but trust me, I would love to to have some time to tinker with it and figure it out because uh, that really fascinates me. Indeed. So give me a uh, refresher here. It has been a little while since I've done the train stuff. I, I remember a lot of the, the basics, but refresh me here, just to, just to be sure. Ah, <laughs> crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, he says, oh, well, you know, you have your, your, your steam engine, and, you know, you have your... your uh, he gives you a fairly technical description, but you get the feeling he's he's definitely getting more agitated as he talks to you. And I'm skipping over it like this because I don't know what I'm talking about, and I don't want you to think that's because of... That's fine, that's fine. Okay, okay. Okay, is there anything about the whole transdimensional thing that makes this handle differently than... I mean, I know, I know you pretty much said otherwise that you haven't really messed with that much, but... And there's not a lot of difference, but, you know... Well, there is the flux capacitor. <laughs> I heard about some guy that... Or the the inve original inventor hit his head on the toilet. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know if there's any truth to that legend, but uh, that's, that's, that's what I heard. Interesting. And he's, uh, he says, why don't you, uh, why don't you go see how your friends are doing? I don't, I don't really want to keep them... Uh, Get the, keep them. I don't want them to get bored or restless here, and we're sort of off being a little bit antisocial. I'm almost done here. I'll be back in a minute. Oh, I'm I'm sure they'll they'll be fine. And if it's not all that long anyway, I can stick around a bit. Uh, is there any way I, I can use engineering to try to kind of try to suss out what is bugging me? Um, well, you know what was bugging you. I just don't have the right technical expertise to. You know, yeah, but, but I mean, basically, short form. It 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 is something that doesn't fit into what he's explained to me, and doesn't yes. fit in with the like the like regular operation of the uh, train either. Yes. Okay. 
But even so, I'm going to try to antagonize him anyway. Well, not try to an- antagonize him, but, you know, that whole, yeah, I've got my eye on, on you kind of, of thing, you know. Right, right. And he, uh... Make an intimidation check. Intimidation. Well, I'm okay. figuring you're doing that kind of to antagonize him, and, and he's, you know. All right. Oh, yes! <laughs> Good news, I take it. Four pluses. That makes it a, a four. Wow. <laughs> oh, dear. And he kind of looks at you and looks at the uh, train, and he kind of shrugs his shoulders and rips off his... Uh, there's, he's got one of those facial, you know, skin makeup disguise things going on. Ah. Uh. Ooh. And so, and then he, and he says, "Fine," and he pulls out a pistol. You know that face, and it is none other than Heinrich Monkey Wrench. Oh! Oh no! <laughs> Insert organ crescendo here. And he says, "I grow tired of this." I might have known. So, what's your stake in all this? And how the hell did you get a hold of this neat train? <laughs> my stake in this is what my stake always is, Mr. Rocket. I am being very well paid. And that is all you need to know. Now, gives me the eye. I don't have the eye. <laughs> you don't have the eye? I don't have the eye, no. <laughs> Well, then we will go get the eye, and then you will give it to me. Oh, sure, let me just go back in the back, and I'll let them know what's going on, and then I'll bring it right back up to you. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> no, no such luck. I am following you just as you followed me. All right, then. And he's covering you, of course. And uh, Okay. He, he goes... You guys go back into where, uh, you know, where they are. I'm assuming you guys are still in the same place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, here's how I, I want to handle this. He's having me go through first, right? Yes. All right. I get through the, the door. I'm going to affect my best German accent, scream out, Hey, you yokel, and hit the ground. <laughs> 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 Are you tagging him with a fate point then I'm assuming? Sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he when you oh, as you Lord. go to hit the ground, he fires a shot and of course it, it doesn't I'm not even gonna roll for it because it's you're you hit the ground and it was more of a <laughs> Yeah, you know. tank between the eyes and he falls down dead. <laughs> Short story. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of the session, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. So what are you oh, doing for the holidays? Only after he catches on on fire. So that's yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. falls down, catches on fire, then falls down dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You have a fate point being offered to you though, Hank. Oh, I'm taking it. <laughs> All right. I'm taking it. And something in uh, in Hank's brain chemistry uh, starts to go on uh, instant boil. <laughs> Zeroes in on the uh, on the doorway, and Hank launches himself like a human projectile at this 
new critter that he hasn't seen yet but has a hell of a mouth on him. Fist first. <laughs> I figure I can clear things up in conversation after I've taught him some manners. Okay. I'm going to give you a minus because this has been, even though your aspect has kicked in, this was still, you were pretty well surprised by this. You know, there was no warning or anything. It just, bam. So, uh, take a minus one shift. <sighs> that puts me at... <laughs> Unfortunately, let's see, negative, 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 neutral. That puts me at one. How can I start at superb and end up with one? <laughs> <laughs> Great first roll of the evening. Three negatives and a neutral. So, uh, yeah, with the extra minus, that's four off of five. I, I got a one for that, uh, that little launch of the fist first thing. Okay. Um, what were you at, minus one? Or no, one? Just, just just one. Just one. Yeah. Well, you still managed to beat him, so... Oh, good. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, bit surprised, was he? Fist connects. Apparently he was. You got something to say about yokels, mister? Let's find out how smart you are. How much is one and one and one and one and one? Time's up. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Hang on just a moment. Okay. Um... I love that moment, by the way, Stan. Yeah, it reminded me. It, it reminded me of Galaxy Quest. And what you don't know is, I'm hauling a yokel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was very cool. Um, okay, he gets up and has his gun trained on. Well, gets up. He hadn't fallen. Stan was on the ground. Sorry. He has his gun on Stan, and he says, "One of you has the eye." Hand it over, or I kill him! Well, that was pretty good. Now, why don't you say that using your mean face, number 14? Let's see how that <laughs> works for you. And you will be next, because you annoy me! That hurt! Anybody here speak idiot? <laughs> can I kick the gun out of his hand? Uh, you can try. <clears throat> let's do that. that. That sounded a bit more snappy than it was supposed to. Uh, okay, let's see. <laughs> You can try. <laughs> All right. That's... Let's see. Plus and two minuses, which puts me at a two. I'm going to spend a fade point on Heinrich Monkey Wrench since he's my nemesis. I know him inside and out for a, a plus two. Should put me up to a four. Okay. Yeah. Well, this... These dice are really making him look inept. <laughs> he, uh, the gun didn't, you didn't just kick the gun out of his hand. The gun went, like, and flew off screen. I mean, it went and clattered off. <laughs> you really walloped that sucker. You may have a sore toe because of the way you... <laughs> I mean, it was just dead on. And, uh, he grabs his arm in pain, and then he... Kind of, well, first of all, let me. See, what is uh, Reggie doing? Because I, you've been kind of left out of this whole thing. And yeah. Um, I well, mean for the... the first part, just kind of staring in fascination. <laughs> 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 let's see. Um, let's see. You know. Uh, so, did 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 Heinrich actually fall down or what? 
Uh, he didn't fall down, but the gun he, the gun got kicked out of his hand, and he's you know cradling his arm and. Okay. Uh, um. Let's see. I guess I will. I will um, grab grab the gun and uh, back away a little bit. And um, let's see. Hank pretty much sitting on this guy. Or um, standing over him, huh? Yeah, I'm a, I think he's just standing over him. I'm, I, I thought you just dove at him and hit him. I didn't. Yeah, I connected the... with. I connected with his jaw. The, I, the and you know, so long as we're going for physicality here, the, what I got visualized <laughs> is him standing there, is is Heinrich actually standing upright but holding his arm after. Yeah, that's it being slightly I'm... injured uh, from the gun being kicked out of it, and uh, Stan also very close by. We're all three upright, but. I think we're not. Um, well, I think we're smart enough not to be blocking Reggie's view of what's going on. Well, I think I was actually still st still prone, but I could get that kick in at the very least. So oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it would. I you would kind of you know pivot on your elbow and have the foot lash out. I, I, yeah. You know, I always pictured. I, I don't know if this is from anything established through Mick or whatever, but I've always pictured him as being short. So I don't know. Huh. Ooh, that was handy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever. I I don't know. That's I never really thought about that. So. Yeah. I I don't know where that came from. I just. Well, it's because the real don't... Mr. Smith, the real conductor, would have been short too, being of the gnomish Elvis variety. Huh. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> so Reggie, what are what are you doing? I'm I'm getting Wait. the pistol. Okay. That. That'll be basically your action because it's way the hell it's the Helen gone from where no it was. Problem. So, yeah. Um, he sees you going for the pistol. He looks back at uh, you guys and he <laughs> sees that the odds are not exactly in his favor, and he makes a break for it. You have not seen the last of me. And he uh, is heading toward. He's moving toward the uh, the door. The the one that we just came through, or. You know, he's kind of pushing past you. I think the the question here is, is he heading back for the engineering cab, or is he yeah. uh, heading towards the back of the train? Uh, don't know which way oh. he's going. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it looks like he's heading toward... He's not, not heading back toward the engineering. He went through the same door you guys came in, but, I mean, it's not like there's, you know, there's different different directions that you could have gone as you were traveling through there, and he took he's taking a different, uh, you know, a different route. Okay. I guess I'm. I guess I'm going to be to to be yelling, Hank, get him, while I get myself back on my my feet. Yeah, I mean, uh, if if it's uh, if it's Stan's turn, and that's what if that's what you want to go for, then I, I can roll to try and do a flying tackle on the guy, or not. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Come on now, are you gonna come along quietly, or are we gonna have to use earplugs? <laughs> <laughs> negative, 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 oh. neutral. <laughs> okay. God, what is up with this? That's those were four different dice too. My athletics was under. I'm assuming that was athletics. Actually, I was going to say it's a combination of athletics and might. Uh, oh, so that would be. Wait, I got. I got athletics under th uh, and might under plus three, and I just negated the three down to zero. Okay, so now it's one. With that roll. Okay. Then uh, I got a one. Which is not... 
<laughs> and the villain barely has uh, slipped it's, through my fingers. Yeah, it's not quite enough. I mean, I'm trying to see if there's a way I can rationalize it um, in your favor. But because you had to kind of sprint after him and then do the flying tackle, he, he had a head start on you. Uh, if you want to use a fate point yeah, or something, I was, I was about to say I got twelve of them here. I better start using them. Um, <laughs> I would like to use a fate point. My absolute favorite top of the list: short fuse for BS. So you just played us all for saps with a lousy latex mask that I fell for. <laughs> That's BS. Yeah. Okay, so that makes it uh, three. Actually, I th oh yeah, that's right, two. I get two. All right. Yeah. So that takes you to a three? Uh, still not quite enough. Um, heading toward the front or the back of the train? I guess he's heading back, back toward the front? I think he was actually, he's he heading. wasn't, you, we established he wasn't heading towards the engineering thing? Right. Okay, then he's going towards the back of the train. Okay. Hmm. That's where the, he's um, going. that's where the, the transdimensional stuff is. That's right. We wouldn't have known that until you told us, right? Right. <laughs> Can I spend another faith point? Or no, no, he's actually heading toward, um, and I think I miss, he's actually heading more toward the front of the train. Okay. Okay, back the way he came. Yeah, the engineering. Uh, right, that kind of threw me because you said toward engineering, and he's not going toward engineering, he's just going toward the. <laughs> yeah, I think we've got a preset note. But yeah, it would, be, it would be back the way that, he, that they came when they left to, yeah. Oh, bummer. <laughs> Um, I want, is it too late for me to just spend another fate point? No. All right. Uh, I want to uh, spend another fate point and invoke distracting shot. Where do you think you're going, you onion skin thermometer basket? Make okay. Grab um, for that. Grab for that. As, as you're flying through the air. As I'm flying through the air to grab his legs. <laughs> that should bring it up to a three, uh, five. And that's enough. Wow. Uh, you, you plow into him, knocking him to the ground. And uh, he's struggling. He's get off of me! Get off of me! He's uh. Oh yeah, I think I'll just get up and let you go. Sure, you betcha. <laughs> Heinrich, you never did have any manners, and you never had any good looks. Oh zing! <laughs> <laughs> oh please tell me Reggie actually says that. <laughs> that that's just brilliant. <laughs> I don't know if that would have been a phrase at the time. <laughs> I don't care. It is now. How do we know he didn't invent I mean, the phrase? Yes. What a, what a zinger. Yeah. Yeah. Some equivalently British but, uh, yeah. phrase. <laughs> I know. I'm well, not really Joe, using was a British like accent because I don't want to offend anyone who's actually British who might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm already offending German people that might be listening, so... <laughs> We're already oh, sure. going down that road. Because <laughs> my German accent sucks. Uh, but anyway. All right, Mr. Heinrich, you got exactly one second to tell us where this train is actually headed and why it is you're after what it is we're carrying. You know what you're carrying. Oh, so you weren't lying about that. Well, good for you. Now, what's going on with this train? And what's your plan in all this? You think I'm just going to tell you everything? <laughs> no, but I thought it was worth a try. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot make me talk. Say, how much is on that dessert cart over there? Oh, there's a few interesting items. We got maybe three, four, maybe five pounds of fudge or chocolate or chips or cookies or anything that I could force feed this guy until he starts talking. 
Something like that, yes. You force-feed me, how am I going to talk? Oh. Well, that's true. But it would be worth a laugh. <laughs> Stan, um, yes. do you think you might be able to have a look at the train controls and see if you can figure them out at all? Or It looked pretty familiar from, from the last time I had messed with a, a train, but I'll go look over again to make sure that we're all on track here. I'll be right back. I'm going to head back up front to the control room and uh, see if I can... And make sure that, at the very least, we're not being, like, run into some kind of dimensional wall or something. As much as I can, anyway. Okay. Yeah, uh, as much as you can tell, it looks like things are are as they... I can't really say should be, because you're not that familiar with some of the technology that's being used. But, uh... Since you're all by yourself, man, it'd be nice to... He says, offering a fate point. Just lose yourself in this, uh, I mean, you've got, you're obsessed with space and time, and this is, this is by God dimensional travel here. <laughs> this is space and time, yeah. That's right. This is so cool, yes. <laughs> <laughs> with chrome. It would be awfully easy to just kind of lose track of what's going on and... If this is hooked up to that back there, then... Yeah, exactly. Is this all... So I take it you are taking the thing yeah. point? Okay. Yes. And then okay. I combine that with what I remember of What's-His-Name's theories, and <laughs> makes the universe like a big Mobius strip or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, with a little more steam, and back to you guys. Yeah, I love it. Um, I'd like. Are I'd you like... still sitting on... Uh, on... Yeah, I'd like to actually make use of an aspect, maybe even a fate point if I need to. Um, kitchen drawers. I want to pull a ball of twine out of one of my pockets, like mm. good twine. I yeah, I was going to gonna ask you about that. You know you have the universal gadget stunt, right? I do not. Stan does, I believe. I have Mr. Yeah. Fix-It. You have... Stan has universal gadget. I have Mr. Fix-It. Um, they're the close, closest match along as, as far as aspects go. Okay, that's weird. I I have down here that you're. Sorry, I just this could come into play with. Uh, Nick had the universal aspect, gadget. So. Actually, the. Did you change? You had. Uh, Adam, did did you change out one of your your like stunts because the character sheet that I have for you all that does have the, uh, oh, the universal gadget on it under stunts? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, stunt number five. I have the universal gadget. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, good. And I was I was thinking that, and I should have mentioned this before we started. So I'm I apologize. Sorry, I thought for... universal gadget was a was an aspect of stands. I didn't realize it was a stunt that we both shared. Yeah. Well, I I forgot about that. I was going to mention this before we started because chest of drawers almost is kind of the same thing. Wow. What was that? <laughs> you you know you shouldn't taser me. I'm just trying to run a good game. <laughs> Well, uh, whatever it... I don't know. Would Universal Gadget generate something for me to tie this guy up with? Sure. You get two improvements that you pretty much get to pick as you, you go. It's just that once you pick them, they're, they're set for this session. Oh. Now, the, now the only thing I, I, I... We could make the ruling that the chest of drawers only applies to mundane things that you might actually find in... A chest of drawers, yeah, that's but the I universal thought, thought, gadget is more... Is that how this is supposed to work? 
I mean, is that what you... When I pictured kitchen drawers, it was mainly because exactly what you said, mundane items uh, that may or may not come in handy. I was going to say, you know, has anybody got some rope? But if you, if you could conceivably pull a ball of twine out of a kitchen drawer, and a ball of yeah, twine would certainly I, I serve. I can do that because you shouldn't have to waste your universal gadget on a ball of twine. It, it, yeah, if that, <laughs> if that works. That that would be kind of silly. So yeah, okay. We'll just I just wanted to clarify and make sure we we were all on the same. Okay, back to in game and yes, uh, use a fate point and. Um, Okie doke. I'm going to trust this guy's hand behind his back with a ball of twine I pull out of my pocket, and he's tied up good. Uh, I'm going to do his feet, too. Okay. Okay, and I'm keeping him covered with a pistol, I guess, while he's doing that. Hey, Reggie. He, he doesn't go without a fight, but I'm not going to roll it all out, because he's just basically trying to, you know, get a couple good licks in as you're, as you're trying to tie his... Letting us know he's not submitting meekly. <laughs> right, right. But I'm not going to roll it all out because I just don't feel like it because it's kind of silly. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you lost all five of your stresses and took two consequences because he was trying fight being tied up. Wow. Um, yeah. If I had the time there, uh, Mr. Villain, sir, I'd give you a long and boring lesson about uh, soil alkali levels and planting seasons and, well, I just don't have time. Actually, maybe I do. Reggie... You're armed, yeah. and um, I'm, I'm, I'm not all that sure that there isn't uh, anybody else besides this bozo here on the train. I wonder if I should just sit here and keep a good close eye on him if you want to check to see if he's got any compatriots hanging around or uh, if we still got our car in tow. I don't okay, know what levers um, he might have pulled. This, this guy looks pretty uh, secure, uh, firmly secured, so I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll take a walk back and up the train and see if there's anybody else on here that might have been hiding before. Okay, there... Uh, there is not. Okay, good. And um, uh, on my, the back end of my sweep, I'm back up near the cab. Um, does... Can you help? I'm sorry, you broke up with the last part there. Um, I was... Um, on the other end of my sweep, I, I was up near the front of the train, so I, while I'm there, I'll check to see if Stan needs any help. Okay, you, you find Stan... Just to make sure I don't cross the Yeah, street. I was going to say, I, I'm going to feel free to veto... <laughs> yeah, exactly, okay, we're on the same page. I was going to say, feel free to veto me if I step out of line here, but I'm, you find him kind of just... He doesn't even notice you walking up. He's completely absorbed in his... In his uh, you know, looking at the different controls, and he's got some, he's got some panels that he's managed to un... Unhook, and there's some wires hanging out, and he's just kind of like, "Wow, if you connect, you know." And I'm, um, Stan, excuse me. Um, it, just, can you tell if we are actually it, on course for? Just, just a second. I'm just this one last thing here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize that if I patch it together this way, what? Um, on, on on course. On course to the North Pole, I or. That's right. That's what I came up here for. Yes. <laughs> good, good. Um, maybe, maybe if you've been good this year, Santa will let you play with the trains. <laughs> Damn. Uh, take a fade point. <laughs> okay. Uh. Okay, so I guess the key to that then will be knowing how this gets there. So, 
Would I be using would I use dry bore engineering for part of that? Uh, to figure out if we're actually going where we're supposed to be going. Engineering. Engineering. Yeah. Yep. All right, and you'll be getting that obsession with space time point back because <laughs> it would probably tie into making sure that of all the weird transdimensional things and all that. And I'll use it as a plus two, which, see, engineering, ten. Okay, yeah, there's no doubt in your mind that you are on course. Damn. This, this, this field's going that way, and that, and just to line it with the magnetics, and there we go. North Pole. No problem. Okay. Good. All right, then. Um, so the, the thing seems to be working all right. Oh, course. yeah, but I'm... Oh yeah, but I'm pretty sure I can make it work a little bit better if I. But I won't do that now. I'll just, I'll just let it go. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do you need me back there because I can stay here and make sure this stays in order or something. Okay, I'll have, head back to um, see what's going on with um, Hank then. And so my sister Sheila won the cherry pie competition that year, and Angie was really jealous of her. That's my other sister. My brother oh, Bill, your sister makes great care. cherry pie. I've had. She does, doesn't she? <laughs> I was just telling our friend here all about my entire family history. Uh, what year? I, I can't Kill remember. Me. Year I Kill me! Kill me now! <laughs> Please! <laughs> <laughs> well. It's just so you know, we're we're not signatories to the Geneva Convention, so I'm really powerless to stop this. So what do you say, Reggie? Is, is this is this conveyance going to get us where it's supposed to go? Uh, it sounds like uh, we're on course and on time. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, and that can arise out of our guest. It doesn't matter anyway. Mm. Do with me as you will. I'm not worried. You'll never get past him. Him. There's always a him, ain't there? Or an it. <laughs> I think I might just head back up to the front of the train and um, tell Stan that he should be uh, on the lookout in case the... I mean, are, are there actually tracks or, or what? I'm trying to figure out if, it's, if, we, if there are real tracks wherever we are, if it's possible someone could try to block them, is what I'm thinking. Uh, yes, there are tracks. Okay, um... Basically, okay. So I'll fill him in on 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 what um, what was this guy's what was it what was that guy's name? Heinrich. Heinrich Monkey Wrench. Is he is he a like a major villain or does he tend to be a lackey for other people? Uh, he is he's Stan Rocket's nemesis. He's not. He's okay. You know what? I'm talking for you, Stan. I'm sorry. Go ahead and take this if you want. Well, in in general, in his past appearances, he has been sort of in that that more lackey role, but he is very much sort of stands opposite. So, and he, and he, he probably has, he was a uh, German saboteur during World War One, so he probably has done some stuff on his own too. So, it just depends on what's going on. He's being paid for this one. So, mm. okay. and, but, but uh, getting up to the uh, cab there, though, you'd, I, you'd see me there just kind of, I'm not actually messing with the, panels and stuff this time, but I, you can tell I'm, I'm definitely thinking. Mm-hmm. And there is Basically, a... I, no, go on. Oh, I was going to inform Stan that Heinrich um, seemed to indicate he had a compatriot that um, we may 
yet uh, run into. And uh, be on the lookout in case uh, something tries to bar our way. And um, might might not be a bad idea if I stayed up here to keep a lookout. And this might be a better um, um, shooting position anyway. Okay. I was trying. I was going to to try to go into the whole red dwarf stasis <laughs> description, but I'm I'm going to skip that because I don't remember it all. So. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a good thing I'm here then. <laughs> Okay, there, there's a an area of of the console where the where the dimensional stuff is you know that you've been that you've been so fascinated by, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's got a count a counter on it and it's ticking down, it's been ticking down. It's and you can tell by well, you know who cares? It's my story. I can say you, you can mm-hmm. <laughs> you sure. can tell by by uh, by what you know of the of this and what you can tell it's not like a when i say countdown it's not like a bomb countdown it's more like um it looks like it's sort of a way of of determining how far along you are on your you know on your uh, route and it's ticking down uh and it is now at eight okay i'm gonna get mr heinrich up on his feet and march him up front to the engineering section oh good actually no i'm not gonna march him up front i'm gonna carry him up front because i bound his feet too yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There'd be a couple of Laurel and Hardy moments otherwise. Hey, uh... <laughs> Just kind of frog march him along. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Stan, Mr. Heinrich here is uh, extremely reluctant to share with us any of the information he happens to have as far as what's going on or what we can expect. I did have a question for you, though. Can that, okay. Can that car of yours fly? Fly? I mean, maybe over just even a short distance. If I have a ramp, hmm. let me let me actually check something on the prototype car. If, if I have an undefined, I was gonna say I don't know that you do. I didn't. I should have looked at that stunt. The only reason I ask is because if uh, if somebody's expecting us and someone it's somebody that we don't like, then all they're gonna be expecting is a train. And if they get a train that's got no Aya St. Nicholas on it and no Heinrich von Mon- Monkey Wrench and um, nothing but train, then maybe okay. we'd be just a little bit ahead of the game. The uh, custom ride thing does give me a one undefined universal gadget style thing I can put on it. Okay. So... Mm, I don't know if flying is it- absolutely necessary as long as we can, you know, kind of um, get to the same destination this train can get to somehow. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We're we are currently transdimensional. That stuff. I point yeah, to the oh. console. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether it's worth the worth the risk of unhitching the car um, because we don't know where it might or might not end up. Well, you know, if I can hook this stuff into the car. <laughs> hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't need that stupid jewel anymore. Hmm. Depends. Anyway, uh, what did you have in mind as far as that, though? Well, I just, just thought... that. Hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I think it was your idea. Um, go ahead. <laughs> well, I just thought that uh, uh, if somebody's got something planned for this for this train and what may or may not be on it, um, then we get the drop on them if they've got their eyes on this train. And if we're nowhere near the train, then whatever's going to happen to it... It's down to five. Ain't gonna happen to us. Well, whatever it is, I'm 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 guessing from the rough timing from our conversation that that it's counting down minutes, or approximate 
Yeah, I mean... Okay, well, I guess we'll find out in about five minutes if this, if I'm reading this this properly. All right, that ain't enough time for all of us Four. to pile into the car and unhitch it. Right. No. Just a thought. Three. Yeah. And there's some... Some light, there's lightning starts to kind of sizzle and, and spark in one area of the uh, of the of the dimensional controls. It, it, it's it's doing it in the controls them themselves and not like in in like front of us. No, it's in the controls themselves. No. Okay, it's supposed to do that. That's not good. <laughs> I I don't think so. Is there a way I can get this thing get this this like panel open? Uh, for a fate point. Done. Okay. Panel is open because you know Stan Rocket, gadgeteer extraordinaire, is never without a damn screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> you know that'd make a hell of an aspect right there. Anyway, a, a, a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah. In the field, um, needing to make re repairs, never without a screwdriver. That's right. At never the, without the right screwdriver. Yeah, there you the, go. The like party afterwards when he's hobnobbing with all those. People who can give him funding, never without a screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and sometimes he just takes his champagne without, uh, or, or his vodka without orange juice. Yes. Okay, so. Okay, so you got the panel off, and yeah. I don't know what you, well, tell me what you see. You spent the fate point. I'll let you uh, hmm. have some story leeway here. Well, I'd, it would have... All of the control interfaces, I would think, heading back to the transdimensional stuff back in the back. Uh, is there signs that, that Heinrich may have messed with it earlier in doing all that stuff that I was watching him do? No. It looks like things are pretty much the way they were, I mean, as near as you could tell since he was on, you were on the other side of, you know, didn't, weren't looking at the actual panels and whatnot. But it looks like everything is as it should be. The countdown has gotten to two. Mm-hmm. And the lightning is getting uh, stronger. It's causing the hair on your arms to stand on it. And Stan, this has all the earmarks of somebody else we don't like. There's something very electrical uh, about all this. Can you steer this jalopy? I resemble that remark. Yeah. I can certainly give it a shot. And maybe the North Pole isn't exactly where we want to go right at this precise moment. You all feel the train, well, more than usual, starting to vibrate beneath your feet. Hmm. All right, let's see if we can drop this out of transdimensional a little bit early. Is it still engineering? Uh, yes. Okay, that comes out even, which gives me a five. Obsession with space-time, take it up to seven. Okay, that's, you're able to get the basics of the controls and figure out how they work. You don't necessarily understand the, the why of it? Yeah. It looks like things are already kind of moving in that general direction anyway. Okay. I mean, you can take it out early. Yeah. But the stuff that's going on, with, it looks like that's... You, re, you realize that the, the in order to do, take the steps that would need to be taken to take the train out of dimensional flux early, it, it's already kind of... It would be a little redundant because it's already coming out of it now. And the thing goes down to one. Lightning gets more intense. Vibrations get more intense. There's a huge boom, and the train starts to slow, coming to a stop. 
and the thing is belching steam, and it's going into its approach. Okay, what do we see? Well, you see, you're, you see a complex of buildings. There are two prominent uh, tower-like structures, uh, and then on the, you can also see that there is. I'm assuming when you look at something like this, you can. It's it's a pretty good, you know, you're looking at a pretty good view of what. You know, because you're looking out a window or something, so uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I so I'm I'm hoping I'm not giving you way more detail than you would actually be able to see. Um, of course, since it works to your advantage as characters, I guess it really doesn't matter. But uh, there is a. It looks like there's some kind of a very slim track that is set up linking the the um, the areas of the complex together. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know if I'm... Like a railroad roundhouse. Kind of a central hub with tracks going to different parts of town? No, it's not that big. Um, okay. Uh, it's strictly just for these three or four buildings. Uh, you know, they're, 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 they're pretty wide. I mean, it's a pretty widespread complex, but it's not like... Like you said, it's not like a whole town or anything. It's just... Oh, uh, okay. And uh, so the train comes to a stop... And there are a whole hell of a lot of apes oh. that are just standing there watching you arrive with Tommy guns. <laughs> Boy, howdy. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, well, that's not good. No. Well, let's see. What do you guys think? Just um, start blazing away, or do you think we should try to get a few? <laughs> I think we pretty much already know what's going on. <laughs> Well, we could try uh, sending Heinrich out first, and if that don't work, just grab whatever's on that dessert cart and throw it out the window, see if they go for that. <laughs> Is Monkey Wrench's disguise still here, the like parts of it that he, like, he, he, he like ripped off in that? Mm. For a fate point. Done. Okay. You know, we could use these. I think that's a very good idea. That's good thinking there, Stan. I might have some glue if you need to hold it on. That might help. I don't think I can use kitchen drawer again. <laughs> um, basically, if we can get, I'll let you do it because I'm curious to see where you're going with this. So, <laughs> so go ahead. Yeah, fate, a, give me a fate point and and do it. I'll all pull right. a tube of glue out of my pocket and hand it to Stan to help him keep the uh, latex or rubber mask or whatever it is on. Mm. <laughs> all right. And sorry, Heinrich, but we're going to need the conductor's uniform. We won't let you in freeze, order... trust me. <laughs> okay, I need to know. He's, his hands and feet are tied. Yeah, I'm going to have to untie him. So I'll untie him carefully. And, Richie, uh, you um, I think we should gag... keep him covered while we're... Oh, absolutely. Right. I think you should gag him before you do that. Yeah. Hmm. I grab a nice um, seasoned and... Christmas apple and sho- uh, off the cart and shove it in his mouth. <laughs> Hey, what are you doing? Merry Christmas. Now get undressed for the greater cause. That's what I like about you, Hank. You always have such creative uses for produce. Your mother's a hamster, and your father's Now go away, or I shall taunt you a second time. Second time! Yes. All right. 
and I'm going there to. Are, there are some of the apes are breaking off, and they're they are heading for the train. Right. As as quickly as I can, I'm going to get into the conductor's out outfit, get the disguise on, and then I'm going to ask Reggie for the box, not for the eye, but just for the uh, the the box that it it like go. came in. There you okay. Go. I can put the eye in my pocket and give him the box. Right. Okay. Oh, damn it. Um, another thing that you see is there is a there is a cage, and there's a guy who is... Well, you can't really see too much of what's in the cage because, you know, but there is someone in the cage, and they are tied, spread-eagled against the wall to the, to the bars of the cage. Wow. Anyway, so... Um, and I think you would have noticed that on the way in. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. Now the problem is you guys are not the same height, so the uniform doesn't fit you very well. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I know exactly how to imitate Heinrich Monkeyrich as I invoke the aspect. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe I can make up for this little height thing somehow and still be con- convincing. Hmm. The basic idea is, is I'm going to go out, you no know, dressed in the thing, holding the box up, and say in a Heinrich Monkey Wrench style German accent, "Tell him I have the item." Try to get them to bring out the big bad, and so that's where I'm going with this. So what do I need to do? Um, let me. Do you have the disguise? Would probably go under. That would probably go under deceit, which I, which I would have at mediocre. Oh, that's right. There is no disguise skill. What am I thinking? Yeah. Okay. Let me. Uh. Oh, I'm getting ready to. You can roll your own dice. Why am I rolling yeah. for you? It's such a habit. Well, they probably have. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the. What they would. Well, anyway, they would probably roll there. So, okay, I rolled three pluses and a minus. So that puts me at two. The Heinrich monkey wrench would put me up to four. And I don't suppose I. I could use I'll make it work on here, could I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. All right, two more. Because that, that's yeah. a perfect application as far as I'm concerned, even though you meant it more in a mechanical sense. Yeah. That, that... He, he, he went out there by himself? Yes. Okay, so uh, oh, I and I are trying... covered. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that was what I was going to say, is I can um, try to use stealth to hide in the shadows, sort of, and keep him covered while he's doing that. Okay. Yeah, I had a question about that, too. Um, and it's coming into play now, so I need to ask it. You have, in plain sight, and you have... Um, well, Ghost in the Night, I can kind of... I can understand. Uh, no, um, it's, 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 it's kind of... Um, Ghost in the Night... It's, it's two different concealment sort of things. One is... Um, Ghost in the Night's more of a, a kind of uh, utilized shadows uh, sort of thing. And then I have Man in the Crowd, which is being able to be inconspicuous in a crowded place. Yes, but you also have this disfigured by electricity, uh, which yeah, I, I would uh, think would make it kind of difficult to be inconspicuous in a crowd. Um, well, I never, I never thought he was, you know, perfect. <laughs> no, no, and I'm not trying to be, you know, sure. I'm just, it just caught me as, wait a minute, there's two conflicting things here, kind of. Sure, I guess it depends on how good a look they get of me. That's true. Okay, so... So you go out there. I'm going to deal with. I know you're in the shadows. I'm going to roll for you in a second. Um, right. Stan, you you the the, meet, the apes kind of meet you halfway, and and you say I have the uh, 
I have a sea item. Good. Come with us. But the, the, there's, there's like... <laughs> Who the hell was that? <laughs> that was one of the apes with the... With the... Holy crap, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I think he's hired. He will... <laughs> he will come here. We will rediscuss terms. No, you come with us now, or we will carry you. Yeah. Well, since you put it so nicely. Or we will shoot you. We do not need you. Only what you possess. Well, since you put it so nicely. Nice <laughs> All right, I'm following them. Okay. And uh, I'm going to... Uh, Reggie, make a stealth roll. Okay. Okay. I have a stealth at three. Okay. Um, you might want to use a fate point. Yep, I think that's a good idea. I will. Okay. What so, are you doing? Are you just sitting there on the? Are you? Hmm? Are you? What are you doing during all this? I'm uh, I'm tying up uh, Heinrich Monkey Wrench uh, with the twine again while making fun of his Graf Zeppelin boxer shorts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's right. You're on the. But you're taking care of him. Okay. I'm sorry, Reggie. You rolled. Uh, five. Okay, that's right, because you spent the fate point. Which in which aspect did you invoke? I um, I think Ghost of the Crowd is best here. I mean, uh, Ghost of the Night, excuse me. <laughs> okay. Okay, they don't see you. Um, okay. Are they sticking around, or are they all go following him? They're all following him. Okay. So I guess perhaps what we should do... Uh, or they're not following him. They're following the guy who's leading him. They're, they're heading in that direction. Yeah. Um, I guess I ask Hank if he feels comfortable leaving this guy here by himself or um, perhaps we should follow along once the coast is clear. Wait, I thought you'd already left the train following them. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought I was just hiding and covering. I was thinking... That's why I was asking I, what he was doing. Okay, I misunderstood. Oh, okay. I was, I, I was covering him um, and then when there, enough of these guys had... Um, Followed along behind. I was going to see if um, Reggie and I, uh, Hank and I, excuse me, should go ahead and trail them. So, what do you think, Hank? Uh, I don't know. Uh, we take this fellow along with us. He's always, uh, it's always going to be a risk if he raises the alarm. I'm feeling pretty comfortable. He's not going to be get out of uh, get out of these bonds in a hurry. I had a thought of maybe getting uh, the car off of this unhitched from this jalopy and getting it ready to take off, or I could come That's along with you. I don't know. Yeah, the, by the way, the ape, while you guys are talking about that, let me cut to Stan for a second. Mm -hmm. um, the ape turns to you and he says, What is that car? Oh, we had some unexpected visitors. It's uh, something left over from them. And he turns to some of the people, some of, some people, some of the apes who have been, who were, you know, because there's a pretty big, like I said, there's a pretty big group of them. And he says, uh, Go play. Have fun. Leave nothing. And uh, a pretty good-sized group of them oh, crap. <laughs> start heading back toward the uh, toward the train. Now wait just a minute. I took that. That is mine. You may speak with Gorilla Khan, and he will decide what is yours. Well, if he's going to decide, then you should keep them from messing it up too much before then. Fair enough? Yes. 
Okay. I retroactively offer you a fate point because I, sh I should have done that because you have the car aspect. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think about that. So, and since you already accept, you kind of accepted it. So. Yeah. Since I argued to to like save it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I kind of. It's all right. Um. What the rulebook calls an accidental compel. It's cool. It, okay. Mm -hmm. The ape says. The car will not be harmed, but the train is another matter entirely. And the other, uh, the other ones, by the way, that are heading back toward the train are quite uh, exuberant at this point, and uh, acting more like actual apes than you've, you know, basically, he said go play, and they're like, hell yeah, all right, and they're heading for the train, and... Uh, okay, well... I was going to suggest Hank go get the car while I trail the up. This is a different matter entirely. Um, I think we should defend the train somewhat, but I'm wondering how to do it quietly since uh, my weaponry makes quite a lot of noise. Let's see. Well, don't forget, they do have Tommy guns, which aren't exactly known for their... For their oh, <laughs> that's true, that's true. They could be intending to shoot it up. Okay, that's good. I like that. Glad <laughs> you like it. <laughs> I ain't what. all that enthused about it myself. <laughs> um, Hank, why don't you go ahead and unhitch the car and get it ready to go? I'm on my way. Okay. And um, I'm going to keep an eye on these guys. If they look like they're going to start shooting, I'll shoot first. Fair enough. I hope it's to the back of the train. Are these apes uh, heading towards the train from one side? Um, no, once he gave them their, oh, their go-ahead, they, they're basically, it's basically chaos is what it is, and I'm not, and, and, you know, they're, they're, they're a big, a mob of furry, you know. See, we're not talking about, like, uh, a half a dozen gorillas with Tommy guns. We're talking no, no, about no, we're talking, like. 20 or 30. 20 or 30, yeah. Okay. And they're on either side of the train. Yeah, and I. Bummer. <laughs> should have made. I, I I should have made the. I thought I had made the the size clear, but I guess I I didn't. So oh, no, that that's my cool. Bad. I know you know. I know now. So uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it was just a it's a question of where the needle was on the suck meter. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, I'm hoping it towards the back of the train. I'm gonna go look to see uh, see about unhooking the car. Okay. Let's stick. I stick my head out of the caboose. Or what serves for a caboose, caboose on this thing, and uh, start fiddling with the hitch mechanism while keeping an eye out for how close these apes are getting. Oh, they're getting close. Bummer. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. they didn't really have that far to go to be, to begin with. And I just lost my dice. Hang on. Oh, there they are, right where I put them. <laughs> now, this is not a run-of-the-mill hitching thing. This is something that Stan kind of jerry-rigged, right? As I understand it? Yeah, we were in kind of a hurry. Yeah. Make a, an engineering roll. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> okay. Uh, I start engineering at plus three. I just rolled minus two, so I'm at one. Yeah, you're going to need a... A little help there, I think. I will invoke Mr. <laughs> Fix-It. Can fix or break anything. <laughs> Aspect number five, and that should bring me up to three. Okay. Um, yeah, you, f you figure out 
you're able to unhitch it from the from the train. Just as, just as they just as they come upon the train, you are uh, unhitching the uh, the car, and uh, a few of the they're on like I said either side of the train. They're starting to they just start smashing windows and coming through, and a couple of them come up to. Are you behind the? Okay, you're in the back of the car, or no, you're in the at the front of the car because that's where the hitch would be. Mm-hmm. You you see them coming around. A couple of them coming around the back of the car, and uh, you hear the voice of the leader on a... Uh, yeah, some of them are close enough for you to be able to see this. So they're wearing wrist radios. And the voice comes over and... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the, voice, the voice comes over and says, Do not harm the car. Hmm. And uh, couple, the couple that are going around the back of the car... Um, you say not harm car. This. Move it. And they pick up, well, <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> Maybe they don't. Um, okay, I'm going to invoke their deep aspect here. Okay, the, they, they lift the car into the air. And you have time to take one action while they're lifting in the car. What do you want to do? Have, have they noticed that I'm there? No. Oh. <laughs> because that's okay, why good. I was making sure I was clear on, because you're on one side of the car, and it's kind of blocking their view of you. Okay. And then the other, you know, when they go to pick up the car, they just kind of do it. They're not, you know, they're just grabbing it from either side. Well, if, if I have one action, then I'd like to get into the car, basically. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Seeing as um, seeing as there's like uh, twenty or thirty of these suckers, yeah. and one of me without a gun, and a bad uh, and and a bad sense of humor, <laughs> then the the single uh, biggest and best weapon I got is that car. Mm-hmm. So if I can get into it, then uh, there may be some there may be some North Pole road rage happening here. <laughs> Very shortly. Well, and I'm not saying no. I want to make this very clear. I'm not saying no, but I do have some questions about this <laughs> that I think we that we need to come to a story agreement on because the car is in the air, or not in the air, but it's being lifted. Right. And <laughs> how? And like I said, I'm open to a great answer because this is very pulpy and I'm liking it. But I want to. How are you going to get into the car? Uh, all right. <laughs> now, th this all gets into actually just the logistics of the mechanics of the car itself, whether the door's open on the side, whether you've got a hatch that opens from above. Um, I've actually always kind of pictured it as a convertible-like. Mm -hmm. So it'd be open-topped. You have the option for putting a cover on it. Is it is it all right if I throw some some input here, Eric? As um, as far as the how to the possible how tos, yeah, I mean Stan Stan would know. If you're willing to, to if you're willing to pay for it with some fate points, what do you mean basic information about the car? I yeah, got, yeah, I got eight fate points. I can pay for pay for some of that information too. <laughs> I mean, what I was well, thinking. He's, he's declaring it, so he's the one that. Mm. Okay, that all right. Paying for it. 
Okay, what, what, what I was thinking is just knowing about some other cars that I, I've seen where if you get into the, the like, trunk, the, like, front wall of the trunk is basically the back seat. So you can just push the back seat forward and get it, and basically go in through the, like, trunk and then push the back seat forward and come out there is what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple of conventions here that, that, uh, that are... In, in a pulp fashion being bypassed. One, the fact that they don't see me after... <laughs> I mean, I'm right there unho- unhitching the damn thing, and I'm perfectly and ecstatic about the fact that they don't see me unhitching this car uh, while they go and grab it and pick it up. Um, well, I figured they would see it. They would see you once they got the car out of the way. Yeah, you're probably However, partially they, under the car or the trainer both, yeah. yeah essentially yeah. Uh, revealing... I didn't say they were never going to see you. I okay. just said they didn't see you. Okay, they, they lift the car and it reveals my presence. Um, <laughs> uh, how, uh, let me meet you halfway here. How about um, my action is to leap onto the car? Okay. I would like to based, leap onto based the car. On, based on... Okay, make an athletics roll. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> No, it's a mediocre difficulty. Based on what I have in mind, I'm going. I'm finding it very interesting the fact that you've leapt onto the car. So I, I'm not making it hard for you. It's not like they're actively Ooh. searching for you at this point. Right. Ooh. <laughs> oh, dig it. Three sixes and a two. Excellent. I like. Yes. It. All, All right. right. My so athletics that's... is at three, so that uh, that uh, that's five. Okay, you leap onto the car. And you kind of do a little thing where, you know, you're sort of half leaping, half climbing, because it is a car. The car jostles, but they just are, they're not the brightest, I mean, you know, they're not the brightest apes in the world. That just sounds funny saying that. But uh, they uh, don't, they just figure, or, you know, they don't really notice the jostling. They figure it's just because they're, they're lifting it, they're lifting the car and they're kind of absorbed in what they're doing. Oh, oh okay. okay so, they, fine. so they lift the car into the air. You're on the car. And they chuck the car. <laughs> oh. Stan, take a fate point. <laughs> All right. And that's why I said I, I'm not going to stop you from leaping onto the car because I find that would be kind of a cool visual when it goes flying through the air. Visit the um, pole. Whee. <laughs> I never had a problem traveling by car until now. <laughs> And as it fly as it flies through the air, they say uh, one of the apes says, "Now out of the way! Now we go play." Ooh, that rhymed. Anyway. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's why they got the wrist radios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the car lands. And basically jars your teeth. You know, I mean, it's... Um, it does land on its wheels, though. Ooh, dig it. Okay. And... Alrighty. And they they go heading back toward the other... Uh, toward the uh, train and the other apes. And is, does anybody else have to take a biological break? I don't that's think that's a bad, bad idea. idea. That's an excellent <laughs> idea. <laughs> Because we're at a fairly decent stopping point right now, and and holy crap, I just realized what time it was, and we gotta get yeah. this thing going. So okay, intermission. Uh, yeah, back in a bit. Sorry. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go. Out. <laughs>
thing next to him. So. Yeah. Though I did manage to string together a Rollmaster campaign for about five years. Really? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> the odd thing about it is it was, uh, uh, for most of the time, it was an all-female group, too. Ha, huh, cool. So, you know, we just blew all the uh, statistics out of the water. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty damn rare. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. No worries. Yeah, my only real Rollmaster experience was once I, I ran in a short-lived D&D game where they grafted Arms Law Claw Law onto it. Uh-huh, for the, for the combat, yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was fun having my... Uh, I generated a monk, and I kind of liked it when he was able to, in a, a single round, take out five Norkers. <laughs> it was great, it's just... I can tell you Rollmaster stories all night, but I guess we should go ahead and get back to our game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, so just to uh, recap, we got Stan, who is being and uh, being uh, escorted, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And we got Reggie following discreetly. Mm-hmm. And we got Stan. I mean, uh, Hank, who just. Uh, I just went for a little joyride. Followed the bouncing <laughs> car. Yep. <laughs> okay. And Heinrich so, tied up. And Heinrich tied up in uh, the passenger car of the train. Yes. Mm. And the apes may wreaking havoc on the train. Um. So let's go. Since we've been working with uh, Hank for a while, let's go back to uh, Stan and Reg. Reggie. Okay. okay you. They take you to a monorail car, and they kind of roughly shove Stan aboard, and you know he, they have him sitting between them, between two of them. There are four total. Is there a way to hop onto the back of this thing without being noticed? Uh, let's see. Go ahead and make a make a roll. Yeah. I'm going to use a fate point to re-roll. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you invoking? Uh, let's see. Um, well, what, was, well, what was the basic roll for, anyway? Uh, it was your... I'm sorry. It was your stealth to... Oh, or to see, You're basically seeing if you can do this without them seeing you. Okay. Without... I, I, I take it a one would not have done it. No. <laughs> not No. <laughs> yeah, so re-roll is good. Um, okay, that's a little better. That's a three. Okay. Do you want to let that stand as is? No, I'll I'll go. I'll spend another fake point and invoke uh, Ghost of the Night again for that. Okay. Sneak, sneak, lurk, lurk. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You you uh, as they're boarding, and as I always say, feel free to veto this if if you want to do something different. Um, as you're bo- as they're boarding, you sort of slip in behind the last one. Or did you want to be on the car? What were you? Um, were yeah, you- I was actually I was actually thinking if if they would hop on on the outside. Okay, that's fine. That was, okay, so yeah. let's not do what I just said then, because um, oh. I had you getting into the car. Um, yeah, that so- would be kind of awkward. <laughs> Well, I mean, you you just be would be going 
like I said, behind the last one and, and you gotcha. know, your ghost in the night thing. But, but uh, no, you can definitely pull a kind of TJ Hooker thing. Okay. You want me to have not spent two fate points then? Just back to where no, I was? No, no, because you were spending the fate points to see if they saw you. Okay, good. That works then. Yeah, the only okay. thing I was the only thing I was saying retcon is what I uh, what I had said as a result of the of the rules as far as that's why I always say if I say something and you want to, we just did a veto thing and it worked out quite nicely so um, yeah okay I, I unfortunately left my yeti costume at home so <laughs> I'm just gonna hold on and hope um, I don't fall off yeah okay the car begins to move. Um, it gets to a rather lurchy start, so uh, make an athletics roll <laughs> to see if you can stay on. Athletics roll is a two. Okay, that's fine. So you manage to stay on. The car is moving. There is a yeah. There there is one of the apes is is you know the driving the car. And uh, before we cut to where it ends up, do you, is there anything you want to do, Stan, or say, or anything, or? I'm just kind of looking smugly at around, you know, like, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm basically not trying not to give them too much opportunity to see through things before we get there. So. Right. Okay. And it's not a long ride because, like I said, it's only for the one, for the complex. It's just, yeah. it's just enough where it, it, in standard operation, it would be a lot easier to get from one place to the other if they didn't have to. Uh, so... The monorail stops at uh, the center tower, the one or the center building, which is definitely the big, the largest of the buildings in this complex. And uh, what, 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 are the, what do the buildings really look like here? They have kind of a decoration or a theme to them. There are a lot of tattered decorations on them. They, you know, that there were like at one time there were, especially this one, uh, there were a lot of. Christmas lights and stuff, and now they're they're just sort of in tatters. Okay, and and the guy that was in the cage, did they take him with them, or did we get a chance to get him? Actually, that I was just about to, I was just about to say to when we cut back to 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 um, Hank. Why am I getting those two confused? Hank Hank ended up about where the caged guy is. Okay, Ooh, slick. So uh, when we're done, so yeah, why don't we cut to him because you guys are on route. And then when we cut back to you guys, we'll, we'll go from there. Okay. Um, cool. Okay, so Hank, and God damn it, if I call you Stan in my head one more time, um, <laughs> I don't know why that keeps happening. Anyway, um, Hank, what are you what are you doing? You you just the car landed. You're you uh, slightly jarred, but none the worse for wear. And the yeah. apes have gone off to go um, play havoc with the train. And I'm yes. near this, and I'm near this cage that's got the guy. Uh, what is he? Is he chained to the wall or tied he's, to the wall or something? He's tied to the wall. Looks very emaciated, and uh, he's just doesn't. He's got a resigned look on his face. He's he's very kind of. He's been he, he, now that you're closer, you can see he's been beaten up pretty badly, and you know there. It's not a pretty picture. It's you know PG pulp, but it's not a pretty picture. Well, fella, you sure look in a sorry state. Is he awake? Yeah, and he... Yeah. Fella, you sure look in a sorry state. I want to see what I can do about getting you out of here, because if you're in there, then you're a friend of ours. I'm taking a close look at the uh, lock on the 
cage. Is it, is it uh, bars in a lock or a lock and chain or something like that? Uh, it's a uh, it's bars and lock. Right, this is, I guess, a, a good point where I should try and make use of that stunt of universal gadget to pick the lock. Okay. And I roll. And I roll for that. All right. I don't know what this means. <laughs> I, I zeroed out. I got a one, a one, a five, and a six. Okay. And what were you? Uh, you were rolling with. Um, this is where I get confused about making use of stunts. Well, the stunt itself is the getting of, is the having of the um, the lock pick set oh, or whatever okay. the tool or whatever the gadget would happen to be. So that one wouldn't necessarily affect that role, but uh, I'm gonna. It's, it's an engineering role to figure out the the lock mechanism. Well, it's zero, uh, if the role zeroed out, my engineering is under good uh, plus three. Yeah, that's more than enough. So you you managed to make short work of the lock and um, untie this fellow off the wall. He says, "Thank you, thank you so much." No problem. Who are you? Well, I guess you're not used to seeing me. And he says, uh, "I'm not used to being asked that question." Actually, my name is Chris. Holy smoke! Don't tell me your last name is Kringle. Well, I. All right, I won't tell you. <laughs> now, I will say, before before you cry foul cheese here, he does not look like anything <laughs> like what we know of as Santa Claus. Even if he were not emaciated and beaten, even if he were in perfect health, he does not look like what we know of in terms of the you know the beard and the... He'd have to get a pretty good costume to make himself look that way. Boy, what in the name of matinee music are you doing tied up against a wall? Well, you don't know the half of it. Well, I gotta see what I can do about getting you out of here, keeping you safe, or finding out what's going on overall. Um, let's head back to the let's get, head back to this vehicle. See if we can get you inside it. All so right. I want to bring him over to the car. Okay, and and as now that he's untied, he's regaining a lot of his. There's more of a sparkle in his I mean I don't mean like in a magical sense I just mean he's this is the first hope he's had in a long time of anything you know you know so he's he's regaining his vitality as you guys are as you're helping him get to the car and as he's talking to you and he says wait before we go any further I know who was supposed to be on that that train and I know who is not so well I can only fill you in on one of them fellas uh, the fellow known as um, as Marley, well, he got attacked down in Washington, D.C., where you hid the eye of St. Nick, and we left him in the hospital uh, getting all patched up. Uh, as far but as can, is he all right? I, I can't rightly answer that for sure, uh, Mr. Kringle, but um, we're, we were hoping that he'd be fine. It didn't look too bad when we left, but I couldn't give you a solid answer. As far oh. as uh, Mr. Conductor goes, I don't know what happened to him, but the fellow that took his place is one mean hombre, and he's tied up on that train that them monkeys are playing with right now. This is one hell of a mess. <sighs> They've taken over everything. Who is they? This, this gorilla. I've never seen the like. He looks like an, he's an ape, but he dresses in military uniform, and he's, he's as intelligent as you or I. He's also got quite a following from the looks of it. Yes. 
He's also got some money to back up whatever it is he's doing. Otherwise, he wouldn't have got somebody like Heinrich Monkey Wrench involved. Well, you see, the pro- problem is that we... He managed to get the help of the Yetis. And combining the two, he's filling their heads with, well, plans to get back to their roots and take away the civilization of this area and all kinds of mad claptrap. So he's got them convinced to do whatever it is he wants to further his ends with whatever lies he happens to choose. Yes. Well, I got two of my friends here, uh, Mr. Kringle. Or can I call you Santa Claus? Sure. I mean, yes. <laughs> I got two. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got two of my friends here um, that are hoping to help as well. One of them is probably in some pretty extreme danger right about now. Uh, and um, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to, to get this all straightened out. Is there do, you, do you have the eye? Uh, I don't have it on me. One of my other friends does. This is a question I have for out of character. Did I mm-hmm. see? Did I actually see Reggie uh, leave the train? I hope I did. Because if I think he's still on the train guarding it, which I think was the last thing I heard him say he was going to do. I, I think I told you what my intention was. Yeah, I, I don't I remember what. So I I I don't know. I I told you I was going to follow them, but oh, um, okay. you might not have expected to see me leave if that was the case, since you were running the other way. All right. If if you told me that you were going to follow them, then I'm not going to worry about the train. Because mm-hmm. um, I couldn't remember whether uh, it was actually you were going to stay and guard the train or uh, follow him. Since I know you're going to follow him, then I'm not worried about the train, and I won't try mowing down all these gorillas with the car. Unless it's <laughs> unless it feels fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Sandy, uh. Sandy, you know this place. Uh, you know this place better than uh, than uh, we do for sure. So um, maybe we should. Maybe we can go and. Uh, uh, throw a little monkey wrench of our own into the plans of this uh, uh, military nice. gorilla guy. <laughs> this is your bailiwick. You're in charge. Well, my first order of business is I need to... I have friends that need... If you could free me, and we could free them, they are uh, in at least as bad straits as I. And elves. Holy Philco Ford. I'm about to see some elves. <laughs> do, I no. hear, do I hear machine gun fire? Um, no. Oh, they're but not shooting up a train. All right. I just lost my... Um, okay. He says, we... I'm not sure where they're, where they're being held. He was toying with me. I think he wanted me to worry about them and... Do we got to somehow, somehow find out where they're at? Well, the only place... If he's got them all in one place, there's only... There are only two places where they could be. One would be the cafeteria, and the other one would be the, the, the factory. Well, I guess we'll try them one at a time. I'm going to start the car with uh, me and Chris Kringle in it. Okay. Good time for a camera pan, I guess. Um, yeah, the car, it doesn't start right away because it's kind of been through a lot, but it does eventually start. And uh, now back to Stan and holy crap, it's 6.30. Okay. Wee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that is why we got the info dump, so yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. No okay, worries. Stan and Reggie, you Reggie, you're on the on the monorail. The monorail comes to a stop. It kind of jerks you around, but I'm not gonna make you roll. And they they take Stan out and march him up to. Uh, and like I said, they're constantly they have him between them. There's not really much chance for you to do, even if you wanted to. Be, to I mean, you could make a break for it, but I know that's not really in your plan. So I haven't really been. <laughs> 
Okay, so uh, so they march you into the uh, and you, well, you you can see from there are there are as they march you in, you can see there is a uh, it looks like there is an ape on the roof who's got a rifle in his hand. He looks like he's you know guarding. But you you go in and you can see that this is the the, t- the toy factory. There's all kinds of uh, tools and and conveyor belts and all kinds of you know fin- half finished toys and at the far end, you approach this makeshift dais made out of packages, and on that dais sits like they were. Just, it's uh, an ape who's a bit larger than the rest of them, and he also you notice you can just tell by the way he looks, even though he is an ape, you can see the intelligence in his eyes. He's um, definitely an ape, not another yeti, right? Right, and he says, "Ah, hello." You brought him, I see. Mr. Monkey Wrench. Yeah? I trust you had no interesting experiences while collecting the eye. Ran into some old friends, if you catch my meaning, but they're well taken care of. Good. I will take the eye now, please. Are we forgetting a little something about what I'm getting out of this, are we not? As I hold the case up. Not toward him, but... Right. Ah, yes. Ever the shrewd businessman, my old friend. And he reaches underneath the chair where the makeshift dais, and he pulls out a big bag of... And he says, sort of my own bag of toys, if you will. (laughs) And he gets like a a big wad of of, uh, cash... And he uh, gives it to one of the apes who who gives it to you because you're not right. I mean, you're close, but you're not you know within yeah. reach. So when he hands over the bag, I hand over the case. And it is about that point mm. that uh, the apes from uh, the mob of, a mob of apes rushes up to uh, and you you hear them coming because it's not like they're very subtle. <laughs> you know, you hear the and. They, they, they're speaking e e e u u u a a. Well, kind of yeah. They got the thing going on, and you know, excellent. But they, but they come in, and two of them are walking up toward GorillaCon, and they are carrying the uh, miserable-looking form of <laughs> Heinrich Monkey Wrench. Yeah. Heck, crap. And that's where we're gonna cut. <laughs> Okay, so Hank and Mr. Kringle are in the car, and uh, where do you go? Or he, he's telling you, we're going to assume here, he's telling you how to get where you are going, but I'm asking you which place you wanted to check first. He said either the factory or the cafeteria? Yes. I'm going to pick cafeteria because I'm reading way too much into this. <laughs> thinking that the gorilla would never leave elves alone in a factory where they could make anything <laughs> to to hey. get themselves out of there. And um, if they can break out with food, then they're pretty good elves. So I'm going to head for the cafeteria first. There's plenty of okay. weapons in both locations. <laughs> That's true, too. Okay. The cafeteria, you open the door to the cafeteria, and uh, you immediately, there are a bunch of men and women crowded into this this uh, I mean they're it's pretty much wall to wall and uh, 
No, by the way, they are not pointy-eared, and they're they're they are men and women. They've been uh, they've been they they're all tied up, and uh, at, when you first open the door, they uh, a couple of them get quite. They all have gags, also. A couple of them get very, ah! you know, and then when they see who it is, they visibly relax. Relax, folks. We're gonna and, crash uh, this monkey party. <laughs> I'm gonna um, I'm gonna untie uh, two or three of them very quickly and instruct them to go to whatever area of the cafeteria has the steak knives and start cutting other people loose and untying untying all the rest of them. Okay. One of them says, what's the point? He's just going to catch us again. There's too many of them. <laughs> Talk to Chris Kringle. The face ain't listening. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got your boss here. He'll know what to do. <laughs> well. And between us, we'll put our heads together. We'll formulate some kind of a plan. Grab yourselves whatever sharp, pointy, or would hurt a lot if you threw it. I'd recommend one of them Bakelite trays, and we'll gather and, and start causing some havoc here. Let's give them back some of their own. What do you say? Make a, uh, what the hell is it? Make a, um, what's that skill? Rapport. Roll. <laughs> Wish I had it. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, man. <sighs> all right. Alright, these, uh, I think these people probably think that I escaped from someplace. <laughs> I got a negative three. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is about the time that uh, Santa Claus should step in and say, ignore everything this man just said. <laughs> do you want to do a reroll? Like, you wouldn't die you... that horribly. <laughs> <laughs> He could, yes. tag, uh, he could tag one of the NPCs' uh, attributes, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, what do I do there? Um, I'm open to any kind of suggestions here. <laughs> a re-roll, a tag in an aspect, whatever. Well, I would definitely do a re-roll. Uh, okay. <laughs> Negative three. Um, yeah. um, Let's see here. Oh, that's more like it. Oh, yes. What are you, what are you invoking, though? I don't know. <laughs> um, I got two sixes and two sixes and two threes. All right, that's a plus two. And you, well, you, the original role you asked for was rapport. Yes. All right. Well, if rapport starts at zero or one, I don't know. It starts at zero then. If I don't have it yes. on my skill list. Yes. Okay, so that's a, a two. Okay, <laughs> but we need to figure out. We need to justify the uh, the fate point. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, basically, you're something that the elves might have, if 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 if, if nothing else, you can you can you can do stuff off of that. Ingenuity. And how do you tie that into? Uh, if if all they've I mean, got, if all they've role got play are, it out. Tell me how you tie that. I'm not trying to be difficult. Listen, I'm just listen, trying to. Listen, you folks. You you got what do you got? You got hammers. You got wooden mallets. You got files. You got little hand drills. And between you, you can come up with a mercury cougar. Now tell me how that's possible. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what year is it? Nineteen like twenty four <laughs> or so. And between you you can come up with the with a, a beautiful radio set. Now tell me how that's possible. <laughs> you got imagination, you got drive, you got skill. You're way above these monkeys that have taken over this place. Now put and some of that to good use and let's take this place back. 
for the sake of your boss and for the sake of Christmas. Oh, damn, man, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, we could make, we could, we could make, uh, we could do this. Yeah, all right. And then they start kind of egging each other on and yeah, what building up. Yeah. yeah, what do you say? Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, we could go into the other, we could knock out the guys that are, or kill the guys that are in the, guarding the, the, the basement lab, and really get some good stuff going on there. Yeah! Basement lab. And, uh, hmm. Basement lab. We can save Christmas. That's where you, that's where they test all their candy flavors, yeah. Basement lab, you betcha. All right. Okay, good. Let's do it! Let's go! <laughs> all right. Now, cutting back to uh, Reg and Stan, mm -hmm. uh, they, Gorilla Khan sees them bringing in Mr. Monkey Wrench, and he looks at you, Stan, and he says, and... Uh, oh, yes, they've uh, found my nemesis, Mr. Stan Rocket. In return for him, <laughs> I want the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that penny took a long time to drop for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Ooh. I know there's basically no chance this is going to work, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and also, Gorilla Khan is not as stupid as his <laughs> minions. Yeah. So, uh, he does notice... Well, I should probably have... Make a... Uh, make a... No, I'm talk having Hank... I mean, uh, Hank... God... Richard, right, Reggie, jeez. Reggie, yes, here I am. Make, make, make a, uh, make a uh, stealth roll. Okay, stealth roll coming in at five. Okay, then never mind. You are still okay. un, you're still unseen. Okay, so he, yeah, go ahead and make a deceit roll, uh, Stan. Okay, I know there's very little chance of this anyway, so I'm not going to spend the Heinrich Monkey Wrench fate point. I just I just got a a one. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to make I'm going to try to come out of this looking cool anyway. So. Hmm. <laughs> You're gonna what? I missed the last I, thing. I'm going to try to come out of this looking cool anyway. Just I just want to get Gorilla Khan's reaction first. Okay. He says, "What do you take me for, an idiot?" And. uh... He says it all becomes perfectly clear now. I suppose it couldn't have lasted forever, I say, as I pull the mask and all that off. <laughs> yeah, take a fate point. That was that was cool. In fact, uh, Hank, take a fate point for that uh, that really cool inspirational speech there. <laughs> okay. Which basically cancels out the one that you gave to, be, to make the role in the first place, but uh, that was really good, so... Um, <laughs> Okay. Now, so the this next is thing... The... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. I'll hear what you have to say first before okay. I come and to the conclusion uh, intervention is inevitable. <laughs> what I would like to, to, to try to get in here, if I can, be, be before all hell break, finally does break loose, <laughs> is, is basically the, the universal gadget's going to be the same thing that it, it was last session, the whole thing with the... Uh, um, the grappling the, hook. The, 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 the like, grappling hook and that. Grab the money, grappling hook up to where to that part, the position where the the, the ape with the like rifle is. I'm going to try to, to get my to kind of Batman winch myself up up there, carrying the the bag of of money in the other hand. 
Okay. Um, as, as as much of that as I can make happen, cool. <laughs> well, since it's 6.45, we can make it all happen. Let's just do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Up he goes. <laughs> yeah, make an athletics... Or actually, you know what? I think because of the fact that you... This was your baby. You made this gadget. Yeah, I can... I can make you one have... of its improvements alternate usage, which will let me use whatever skill I want to in place of the thing. And engineering would, would work perfectly for that. <laughs> yeah, we're on the same page. Okay, cool. And, and that puts me at a seven which without is... spending okay. any points. So, Well, there you go. You get the cool factor. It looks awesome. The the, You know, you just... It's like an Errol Flynn moment there. Yes, and um, I'm not... <laughs> And I'm not, and I'm no longer surrounded by very large apes standing right next to me, which is the That's main. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Gorilla Khan, I don't, I don't. And of course, he hasn't even opened that the, that that case up yet. Correct. That'll be fun. <laughs> yes. Yes, and he say, he says, uh, well, he's he is surprised by that maneuver. Are you still hiding in the within the? Uh, Crowd. Um, I'm kind of near the back of the room, um, in the back of the crowd, and I've been pretty much. I was I was thinking this looks like the situation where I might have to go where angels fear to tread, and okay. Relicon is in my sights. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but, um, we do have a flat-footed, dumbfounded Gorilla Khan standing at the front of the room. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I was just thinking that this might be the case to um, uh, strike while the iron is hot, as it were, and um, see if he's impervious to bullets. Okay, now he... So you're firing at him, then? Yeah. Okay. We're starting off with a five for guns, plus one for craftsmanship, plus two for firing at beasts. So, and I roll uh, one on my dice. So that's a nine total without actually spending any fate points. Oh, wow. Damn. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, okay, he does barely, he barely gets out of the way. And he does some, he does some uh, acrobatic maneuvering to... Because he is an ape, to flip oh. off of the off of the uh, the chair, oh. and he uh, lands amidst the other apes, and he starts uh, heading for. He's going to try and follow Stan, except he's got no grappling hook, so he's got to do it the old-fashioned way. He's got to do it the old-fashioned way, which in ape case is leaping up and grabbing onto something and flipping up onto the. And uh, we should probably roll initiative because things are starting to. Okay, mine comes out even at three. This is based on alertness? Yes. Uh, I've got a two. Okay, now he's trying to follow. He did not succeed. He um, he leaps and misses and, <laughs> and crashes to the floor, which just manages to piss him off more than he already was. <laughs> and, uh, and he stands up. Well, that's his, that's his action for the... 
So we're starting a new round now. So Stan, what are you? Okay, is my progress upwards going to get me close to the ape with the the rifle close enough for a uh, a hand to hand attack of, sure it of will. some sort? All right. Yes. <laughs> we're going to see Spirit of the Century merge with Godsend agenda as far as roll monkeys references go. I'm going to hit him <laughs> with the bag of money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my. Eight points, sir. <laughs> I saw that one coming. I did. I swear. <laughs> and that's uh, that would that that would 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 be weapons, right? Yes. Now right. it is an improvised weapon, so I think you get a minus uh, minus one unless you have that stunt. But I don't think no. you do. Okay. I I I don't have hit him with a bag of money. You know. <laughs> no 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 no. There's a stunt that uh, Hank has that lets you use improvised weapons without a penalty. Yeah, all no, I don't I don't have that. All all of all of my stuff is all They're all engineering. Okay. Yeah, is all drive and engineering, so. All right, let's see. Well, one I I got a a roll of uh, of of two, so that puts me up to one. No, wait. Wep- I have weapons at one. Is it minus one zero? Is it it's a two. Okay. Now that we've got that straight. <laughs> uh well, how how is that to doing on this guy? Because he is probably uh, he minion-ish, is... I hope. Yes, <laughs> and it's it's good. You you take him out. So go ahead and you can describe taking him out if you. I don't know. Does that rule apply to minions and to? Uh... Not really. That's that that's mainly just the. I mean, I, I mean, minions are basically minions, and they're just yeah. Okay. Whatever. Then you hit him. He he uh, falls. Stumbles, the gun goes off, bullet goes into the air, he falls off the roof, and that's the end of Mr. Ape Minion. And uh, with him? <laughs> <laughs> She's trying for the rifle. <laughs> well, since he, he was like holding it in that, it probably did. So, yeah. You know okay. what? For a fate point, it didn't. For a fate point, it snagged on the eave of the roof, and it's, it's barely... It's the last fight, why not? All right, yeah. Okay, right. so, because it's cooler that way anyway, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, so he goes flying. The gun is about to fall off the roof. It's the, the thing snags on it. it. It's hanging there. Or it's precariously still balanced on the roof. Yeah. Giving you the opportunity to dash forth and snag it if you so choose. Cool. And I got to cut to Hank, and I just realized yes. I did this initiative thing, and then I'm cutting to him, so we're just going to keep this order. Um, right. No, you know what? Let me finish the round. That's not cool. I'm not going to have you guys sitting there. No, you so can after this round, the round. I, as far as I'm concerned, I untied Santa. That made the night for me. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Reg, what are – yeah, we'll just – Reg, what are you doing? Okay. Um, let's see. So – Mr. Gorilla Khan is like falling to the floor. I can't really see him at the moment because of all these other gorillas in the way. Right, but they're okay. all getting very uh, squirrely, so to speak, despite the fact oh, they're yeah. gorillas. Yeah. Um. So I think what I'm going to do is take an attack at minions. Oh hell, seven o'clock. Okay. Okay. I'm going to use a fate point for uh, direct approach. You know what? Don't worry about it, because they rolled suckily, and uh, oh, okay, because it was I, a minus I, one. So oh, okay, I wound up with a minus one on my roll, which still winds up being a seven. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 
No, no. When I say minus one, I mean on the ladder they ended up at, at minus, minus one. one. Yes. Okay. So, so uh, I get yeah. spin, I think. I think you do. Oh, yeah. You you get a hell of a lot of it actually. <laughs> oh, so uh, um, we'll we'll take out a few minions, and if I have anything left over, I want to lend some to Hank. I think he has a aspect that's kind of like um, in the nick of time or something like that. I thought that was that was Tesla. That was Tesla. It oh, was Tesla. Yeah, uh, something like that would be convenient just now. Uh, <laughs> what we need now is a is a tidal wave of like, elves armed with steak knives and meat tenderizers to come in and, and take care of the minions for us. That was my basic thought. Well, yeah. okay, but you know what? Hank has, you know, the world is happening. He's been stuck in this isolated area, and I'm sorry, uh, Adam, if I'm talking for you, feel well, free to... That's true. Something's on, happening, you know, and he's missing it. And he's missing it. We yeah, all know what's got to happen at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, and, uh, um, yeah, if he's missing the party, he needs to be here, so I'm going to add him that's to right. spin for that. So, uh, without, if there's no objection, Adam, or, I mean... Uh, Hank, I'm just going to... Well, no, you describe it. This is your time to shine. I don't want to take that away, so go ahead. Okay. Lay it on us. Whatever door to this place was in there, um, suddenly the, the, they hear a pounding on it. Bang, 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 bang. Girl Scout cookies. And then it kicks open. <laughs> and and um, just as Reggie described it, uh, all those previously captured job title was elves. People. Uh, come running in with their steak knives, and I've got an armload of cafeteria trays that I start flinging around. <laughs> oh, nice! Like frisbees, even though they haven't been invented yet. It's like maybe you invented them. And here yeah, I had to. Here I was afraid I was going to miss this part. How do we know he didn't invent the thing? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so indeed, yes, the, the elf army comes in and starts uh, and starts um, kicking ass and taking names. Okay. Yeah, I have a okay. I'm open to suggestions here. We have a big, big fight that's not really... This is too big scope to be covered in game mechanics, and if we wanted to, we'd roll out everything. But it's 7 o'clock. You guys are... You know, we're running late. How do we handle this where it doesn't take away challenge for you guys, but it moves things along at a... I mean, I'm all for just narrating the thing, if well, you guys are. But I don't know if... I mean, not me narrating. I mean, as a group narrating it. Just a big group narrative... Slugfest, kind of like Mushu, but or, I mean Mushu, Mushu. Yeah, that's because I'm hungry. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with that. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I already. Okay. Went, I already went first, so it's uh, somebody else's turn. Um, okay, Gorilla Khan is. Uh, he is. He is pissed. He's, he gets up and and he just, get get them all, get them all, and and uh, there's a big big fight with the elves and the uh, and the apes and uh, there you, you see you know there's some elves fall there's some apes fall and and we're moving on we're on starting a Reggie did you go did i just skip um, you no no i i i went just before the uh, the elves and and uh, hank that's right up. okay that's right that's right okay cool that's right cuz hank showed up after you sorry okay right. new round new round uh stan go for it all right I grab that rifle and try to take a snapshot at uh Gorilla Khan comes out to a plus one, so uh, that's a three on guns. Okay, you you the bullet smacks into him. Uh, it 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 does. It just it pisses him off more than he already was, but it also it you can see that it is painful for him. So, what did you get? Three. Three. Okay, because yeah. he got he got zero. So. Ooh. Okay. 
Uh, now we're at Reggie. So we got um, elves swarming in, gorilla shooting, elves scabbing, gorilla con bellowing. <laughs> Mass hysteria! Sorry. Mass hysteria. <laughs> I'm going to take a shot at gorilla con with the intention of disabling him rather than killing him. Oh, nice. I have a plus three on the roll, which comes out to an 11. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm good with guns. Well, apparently. Jesus. Okay. Um, that's like a seven stress. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. He is... You hit, you hit him in the... You were trying to disable him? Yeah. Uh, you hit him in the leg, and he's taking a consequence, so he, he, he is now uh, limping along... I'm a little unclear as to how this works, because if you've taken a consequence, your stress boxes are still filled in. So does that mean that it's, like, a lot easier to take the other two? I would imagine that it, that must be the case, because... Basically, the consequence be, is an, an aspect. And, yes, and, no, I know that. And, like, we can, ta we can tag it to make it easier to hit him and that kind of thing. And any, any, anything that would, that would be involved with his not being able to move around so much. But does his stress go back to empty, or does it no, remain... No, the like, stress boxes that are actually filled in stay filled in until the end of the fight, that's, basically. Okay, that's right. So, yeah, so once, you, once, they, once the consequences start happening, it's... If he takes stress for a box that he hasn't filled in yet, he can still take, take that stress just, just fine. It's just if it, if it rolls up over his maximum stress, that's when he starts taking consequences. Oh, okay. Well, he took... He, that one did roll up past the, the max. Okay. Um, so he can still fit, like if he gets a four, he can still fill in that four. Correct, correct. But okay. then if he gets an another four uh, again later, it rolls up to the five and so on like that. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, okay, we're not going to go that far anyway because it's getting yeah. late. And um, Okay, so the apes, it's, you know, mayhem, chaos, more apes are, you know, the, the elves are holding their own quite well, being led by Chris and... And Hank, they're... Uh, Have we come back oh, around yeah. yet? Uh, yeah. Yes, it's your turn. I didn't write you on the thing. That's, I'm sorry. Um, so Gorilla Khan is still conscious. He's just um, um, impaired, greatly impaired. Yes. Okay. yes. And in the future, Hank, you're going to go... Uh, what, did you, what was your alertness? Do you remember? Uh, I actually rolled a two back when you asked for the roll. Okay. Um, what I then asked, my alertness is at four, and I got a minus uh, two, so it's uh, I rolled a two. Okay. Well, you're going to go after Reg. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, but we're going to do this now because I screwed up. So now, what? What narrate? Uh, what, what are you doing? Uh, just prior to busting into this place, I saw Santa Claus wiggle his fingers a little bit and touch his nose. <laughs> And we had our little moment with the door busting in, and we had all hell breaking loose and shots being yeah. fired. And I am yes. spending a fate point okay. uh, to invoke uh, Can't Resist a Shiny Well-Made Toy. And I know there ain't going to be any more made unless this business gets taken care of. <laughs> okay. The thing is, this is a narrative thing rather than me actually doing anything. From the skylight that this place actually has, eight very pissed-off four-legged creatures dragging an empty sleigh behind them crash in oh, through the nice. roof and land square on Heinrich and Mr. Uh, Great Big Con Monkey Man. 
Yes. Nice. Okay. Wow, that's brilliant. And there ain't any more I've got to do except gawk at it and go, well, I don't see that every day. You win <laughs> Christmas, sir. You yes, win Christmas. That was awesome. A, 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 wow. That was brilliant. That's a nice finale. I like it. Yes, because take, it was. You guys can take it from any point. At some point, uh, uh, what, <laughs> at some point, uh, oh, I've said enough. I'm done. Uh, I had no, my turn. Been, <laughs> I, uh, this is great. This has been very cinematic. I like it. Exactly. Yeah. That's perfect. Good. Yeah. Thing. Well, let me do the epilogue then, and we'll call it a night. Um, I know it was a little rushed, so, but uh, what can I say? still fun yeah. as hell. Go ahead. Yeah, this, um, I think this went much better than last week, if I may say. Um, so, Gorilla Khan climbs out from under the, the sleigh, and uh, the reindeer, the elves and the reindeer and Santa quickly overpower the remaining apes. And as, that's ha as things are getting mopped up, Gorilla Khan says, at least... I have the eye. Or <laughs> 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 oh, and he he takes off running, and uh, as he's ta as a, a few a few moments after he has left, uh, you hear. No! <laughs> Damn you, centurions! <laughs> And I look, I look at uh, Saint Nick there, and I pull um, Santa out of my pocket, and I say, "Oh, sir, I believe this belongs to you." <laughs> thank God, and thank you. Although you may not even realize the extent of it, you definitely did save Christmas. Roll credits. There you Hurrah. go. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. That was fan-freaking-tastic. I am so going to um, put an echo on that guy's scream. <laughs> uh, oh, that man. was fun. Eric, that was that fun. Was absolutely fantastic. That was terrific. That was great. Thank you. Well, I, liked, Thank I really you. liked your gorilla voice. Oh, Thank you very much. I was <laughs> It's like, okay, Hank, Hank uh, messes in his pants when he hears <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. He didn't have enough screen time for me to really do this, but in the future, when, if, I, in, if I use him again, um, I was really trying to do the Ricardo Montalban thing because I just couldn't resist with a name like Gorilla Khan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he really didn't have enough screen time for me to, to, to make it uh, – work so i kind of just abandoned it halfway that was wow that was I, I had a great time you guys thank you very very that much that was thanks yeah thanks i'm disappointed though i wanted to drag him back to the century club to get studied uh, this, <laughs> a smart ape like that just shouldn't be we need to look into this well you know you might want to make him uh at the, risk of, at the risk of putting something in your head i hate doing it as a gm i feel like i'm I'm influencing, and I don't mean to. I just, I'm like you guys. I think it'd be cool if mm -hmm. uh, you might want to make him, you might want to shift an aspect and make him a nemesis for you. Because I was I, thinking that worked perfectly. He's an animal. You hunt animals, and he's. I mean, it's like tailor made almost. Almost. Uh, I, I was thinking about getting rid of um, uh, underestimates undead, just because it's something a game master can do very little with. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't really come up yet. No, we haven't been, but but 
Either that one or the, uh, I'm sorry, man, I tried to find a way to work in your spiritual connection and the lion, and I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't work, I couldn't think of anything. And I didn't yeah. want to just... He works better if I have, like, time and um, there's something weird that I don't understand. I can just call him up and talk to him for a bit. So we were moving a little too fast for that tonight. Yeah, yeah. but I, I definitely, I want you to know I'm keeping that, if I do, you know, GM this again at... So I'm keeping that in mind because that was a cool. Uh, I didn't even realize that was there until I was railing out your sheet. And went, oh crap, that's neat. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, actually, I, I want to keep that. Actually, I think I think getting rid of the um, the undead and putting in uh, Gorilla Khan. Okay. All right. Excellent. Well, I got to thank you again, Eric. That was uh, that was really a treat. Yeah, that was cool. That was Thanks. just fun stuff. And um, Thanks very much. <laughs> superb. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope we come back to these guys because I'm really enjoying this uh, this trio. <laughs> and it. I almost wish we could get like an, a, a GM to come in and like handle a, a Spirit of the Century sometime in the future where uh, Stan and Nick and Reggie and Hank <laughs> get to act as a as a as a, a group of four. That'd be. That'd be memorable too. That would oh, be good. But uh, this was just superb. And thank, uh, thank you both. Uh, thank you, Mark, and thank you, Andros, oh. too. Thanks. It's thank little, you all. It's really it's cool. Awesome. And guys, yeah. have you know, guys, have a great, have some great holidays. I mean, oh, here yeah. we were saying it to everybody else, and uh, mm-hmm. I pass it on to you, sirs. Indeed. Absolutely. Um, enjoy. You guys have a good holiday, also, and I yeah. will see you on the other side. I'll see you next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All, all right. right. See you all then. All right. Then. Okay. Take, take it easy. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care, everyone. Bye. All right. And so the Yuletide Blizzard of Intrigue and Gun-Toting Yeti comes to a close. Thanks very much to Evil Hat Productions for the Spirit of the Season game supplement. Thanks very much to Blind Geek for the fantastic and fun scenario he built for us. Thanks go out also to Mark Kinney for Stan Rocket and Andros for Reggie Forthright. And I especially thank you, of course, for listening. I hope it entertained. The next Gutter Skype episode will be an actual play session of a new game and all new characters. Mark Kinney will be the game master of Star Blazer Adventures, a science fiction rock and roll space opera of galactic proportions. Please watch the IDD FOS feed in a few weeks for that new episode. So until then, thanks again, and see you then.